Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. This book is not good for you. Secret series by some dumbness and bosh. Chapter 31, part two. And my mom is not here. Okay, I wish you could see Peyton's face because how the, the animation that you have bestowed upon us. What is that? What? Like your face is like so animated. You're like, chapter 31.1. Right. Like, part no, no, no. two. I was like, this book is. Her hands are going. No, I was her like, this f- book is. Her eyes are closed. She's no. like Stevie Wonder. Okay. No, I was like, okay, okay, okay. This book is not good for you. Book three, secret series by Donald Bosch, and chapter. Th- you know what you look like? Hmm. You like a kid version of like a priest that says, "Devil be gone." <laughs> Ready? Chapter thirty-one, part two, the Samurai's Task. All right, Yo-Yoji's still uh, pretty um, drugged out there. <laughs> okay, so this is this is the one that's continued from page three twelve. That's right, Peyton's almost looked like you were air guitaring, but you were like kicking and stuff. Okay, <laughs> a battle cry in an old samurai movie. Daisy stood up, her face clouding with fury. Oh, get it, Peyton. <laughs> go she ordered releasing the mamba to the ground faster than you would have thought possible the mamba made a beeline through the grass it bobbed up and down in and out of view as if riding across a series of, in- of invisible waves bless you watching its progress Cass's ears turned cold the snakes t- you're moving a lot you're kind of freaking me out kid sit okay chill enough here um watching the snake in prog yes it is stop watching the snakes watching its progress Cass's ears turned cold the snake's target was yo yoji and max Ernest. watch out Cass yelled the snake's coming too late for that daisy sneered running after yo yoji max Ernest typed furiously on his his decoder kill the snake Yoyoji charged forward, his sword stick thrust into the front of him. Before he could reach the snake, Max Ernest, conscience-stricken, typed again, No wait, killing is bad. Tame the snake. Yoyoji stopped short. Yes, master. By this time, the snake was only a foot away away from him. It reared its head like an angry cobra, its tongue darting in and out between its long fangs. Before the snake could strike, Yoyoji placed the hilt end of the stick between its teeth and pointed the other end at the snake's head, moving with unexpected smoothness and fluidity. He lowered himself to the ground, then his belly to the grass. He stretched his arm out backwards against the sides and he raised his chest upwards, matching the snake's posture, and he hissed. Confused, the mamba slowed to a stop and stared at Yoyoji, never blinking. Yoyoji stared back, one snake to another. They communed for a moment, hissing in unison, until in a hushed, 
sibilant voice, his teeth still gripping his sword stick, Yoyoji recited another haiku. Translation from the Max Max Ernest decoder went as follows. He needs not his fangs. Away the mamba slithers at one with the grass. Interesting. When he'd finished the haiku, Yoyoji bowed and the mamba fell silent. Oh, bowed to the mamba and then fell silent. Darting out its tongue one last time, the mamba bowed to Yoyoji and then took off of the grass, heading for the rainforest. Daisy shrieked in dismay, No! And started running after the creature that she'd... That she'd... The, the creature that she'd ever loved. Peaches, come back! Stop her, yelled Cass. Stop her, yelled Cass from her cell. Max Ernest snapped into action, typing, Stop her! Yoyoji landed in acknowledgement and then leapt in front of Daisy, blocking her way with his stick. Get out of my way, punk, she shouted. Daisy tried to brush the sword stick aside, tearing the palm of her glove as she did so. Ah, my hand! She staggered backwards, staring at her palm. The stick had not drawn blood. It had done something worse. It had revealed her hand, her old, hard, calloused hand. For the other members of the Midnight Sun, it was part of the body that told the truth. Get the keys. Get the keys, yelled Cass. Get the keys, Max Ernest typed. Daisy, While Daisy's attention was still fixed on her hand, Max Ernest pointed to the ring of keys hanging from her waist. In a single motion, Yo-Yoji sliced the keys off of Daisy's belt loop and caught it before they dropped to the ground. Clutching her hand and wailing like a wounded animal, Daisy staggered after the snake. Peaches! Yo-Yoji bowed low before Max Ernest, offering the key ring as if he were a precious treasure, plundered in battle. What is my next task, master? By the time Yoyoji looked up, Max Ernest was already running towards the animal cages. Hands trembling, he unlocked Cass's cage. She grabbed some keys from him along with her backpack. Mom, I'm coming. Ooh. They got her mother out, and I bet Simone's gonna get back to her family. Hopefully. Yep. I was gonna say, maybe Cass's mom will adopt her, and then I was like, oh wait, she has a family. Yeah. All right. Next chapter, here we come.